six. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Local pastor Tyler Statton um, at Bridgetown. He wrote a book that I shared about last week, and um, it's just been so life-giving to me. Um, it's called "Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools," and it just interacts with what it is to talk with God and what it is to really develop a relationship of meaning with God. He asked a couple questions, and I just want to throw them out there for us. Um, number one, he said this, which was really searing to me he said if all of the prayers that you prayed last week came true how would your life be different today i was left going man i need to ask god for more things i need to engage this promise that jesus says ask seek knock you will find it will be open to you he asked this as well, when you utter the words, dear God, what's the expression on the divine's face that you're exchanging glances with? When you say, dear God, what's going through your mind? What's God's mood in your perception? When you show up to him in prayer, is it more like, dear God, sorry to bother you? Or, dear God, I know you're really busy, but... Or, dear God, I, I haven't stopped by in a while, but what is your posture in approaching God? As we talked about last week, it's not a, a blank slate that we come to when we interact with God as Father. Language has baggage. And for today, even the language of mother carries baggage for many of us in this room. And so when Jesus invites us to interact with God in a familial way of a child to a parent, we have to recognize that there is space where Satan would love to disturb your ability to utilize the image of parent in, in your mind and in your eye. I love that God is, is, is honest about this. God isn't one who doesn't uh, acknowledge uh, the family frailties and, and the challenges of living and being human because nobody is perfect, you, me, your parent, or anyone. I love in Psalm 27, uh, David says this, For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord has taken me in. Prophet, Prophet Isaiah says in 49.15, Can a woman forget her nursing child? that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb, yet these may forget, but I will not forget you. And we see that this is what Jesus is doing in the Sermon on the Mount. He is re and redeeming the familial parent-child language when he invites us to say, Our Father. It's, it's a statement of intimacy that the first thing you do when you interact with God in heaven, when you say, dear Father, is to know that you have an open gate to him as his child. And so um, 
even, even some of our uh, questions of how Father, that language, it can interact with different things. Um, I love how John Tyson says, unless you break the stronghold of the false image of God in your mind, you will never be drawn to prayer. Until you break down any false image of God, either being irritated with you, bothered by you, or indifferent to you, until that gets broken, you will never be drawn to talk to your Father in heaven. And so we have to realize this. This isn't just an intellectual thing. This is a spiritual element that Satan loves to take and twist so that what was made for your good is actually used against you, to isolate you, to make God seem distant when in fact he is near. Not only does Scripture call him Father, but he moves on into the text as well. Another great word from Tyler Statton is this, trust is essential. Trust must come before faith. Faith is the assurance of what we hope for. Trust is the confidence in the character of God. Before we can have faith that God will answer a given request, we must simply have to learn to trust the character of the God that we're talking to. Do you trust your Father? to be good to you and have good intention towards you. If you struggle with that, welcome to humanity, but Jesus has come to actually open our eyes and redeem our ability to trust another and open our hearts, the internal workings of who we are in a place of vulnerability where we will be met by goodness, life, joy, peace, thriving and vitality to come to God in this way. But it is risky. Jesus does something beautiful when he says, pray our Father. Um, it's, it's this idea that God has a good intention towards us. But not only that, when he goes into our Father in heaven, he opens up a little bit of a, a different way of viewing God that pushes against, if, if our Father pushes against that broken intimacy, our Father in heaven pushes against God as being distant. If we're to look at this phrase, heaven, most of our minds would go, a place that will live for eternity someday. And it's not less than that, but what's actually being said in the text, heaven here is different. You see, the Greek term here is uh, oranos. It's a plural it's heavens, or literally the air. It would sound more so like um, literally our Father in the airs. Speaking of God's presence, not being over there someday, but near you as you walk outside. Fan your neighbor right now. Do this. Do this. Come on. I know. I know. Welcome to kids' class. Do you feel, do you feel the wind? brushing against your face. Do you feel that? That is what Jesus wants us to recognize, that our Father isn't there. Our Father is here. That our Father, we breathe Him in when we take a breath. And He delights to live within us. He is the God who is close. Closer than the air. So, um, tonight, we're going to take a time and just walk through the Sermon on the Mount. We're going to take a minute and we're going to take 
probably 10 minutes to just invite God to be God towards you. For your father to father your heart. For your parent to claim you, love you, embrace you, listen to you, and hold your heart. So in preparation for that, we will, um, in a minute after we walk through some of the different components to listen to, um, if you're doing the practicing the way stuff, um, Strong Coleman has written a beautiful prayer meditation that we're going to work through together. And I'll read it to us and allow the Spirit to inhabit that time. But before we do, we're going to look at a couple of different things, and then we'll get into that. Sound good? All right. So when you hear the word, Our Father, as we go through this prayer thing, I'm going to say, Our Father. I'm going to ask you to kind of uh, access the truth of what Scripture tells us, that our Father in Heaven has good intention towards us, that He is generous toward us, that He is happy to see you, delighting that you're His. When I say our Father in Heaven, I want you to remember the idea that God is not far away. He is nearer than the air on our skin. When I say, hallowed be your name, I want us to think about the idea that, that Jesus in and of himself is the bodily representation and person of the deity of God in flesh. And for us to hallow him is to lift him up and go, God, here are the things that I love about you, your grace, your mercy, your kindness, your patience. Just start thinking through those things. Telling the Lord, God, thank you for providing for my family. Thank you for this kind word that someone shared. Thank you. When we move into the space of, of give us this day our daily bread. Excuse me, let's go back one. When we go into your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is intercession. It's think through the challenges that your neighbors, your family, your community, your church those around us have and invite God to be God in those spaces. Your kingdom come. When we get into the space of um, give us this day our daily bread, this is where we can go, God, this is what I need. I need your provision, your healing, your wisdom, your understanding. When we get to the section around forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, I'm going to encourage you to take a moment and to think about the areas that in the presence of God you feel shame or regret. And simply bring those before God and allow God to be his good self towards our broken nature. Breathe in his presence and, and invite him into a space where you're willing to be blessed, shocked, encouraged, forgiven and cleansed because God is God towards us when we invite him to be so in that same section after we are bringing our things to God and receiving the grace and cleansing and peace we're invited into this thought of okay who are the people and the things that have been done against me that I need to name before Jesus and just ask 
Him to help me to forgive. And we'll sit there in that moment and allow the Spirit to bring different things to your mind. And allow God to actually put those things in the context that they belong. When it goes into the section of lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, I'll encourage you to think about the three basic uh, things that war against you. The, the, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Some of the things of the world are the ideologies, consumerism, materialism, um, the, the promiscuity, escapism, addiction, greed. The flesh is pride, self-justification, prejudice, the devil and his lies and shaming, his hatred and accusation. Cry out, Jesus, save me from these things. Give me power to stand in the midst of these trials. And finally, we'll end our time by saying the words, Yours is the kingdom of heaven, the power, the glory forever and ever. Amen. Acknowledging that Jesus truly is seated, enthroned, bringing his kingdom little by little through his spirit enacted in us, even tonight. And then we'll worship. We'll observe communion. And we will enjoy God's presence tonight. How's that sound? You ready to give it a try? Okay. So we're going to use the words of Jesus to map out a path of our engagement to usher in the healing of God in our life. So I'm going to ask you to um, listen or close your eyes. I'm going to ask you to get comfortable right now. So take a second. Shuffle around if you need to. If you don't know what to do with your hands, uh, you can lay them palms up on your lap. I think it was me the whole time. All right, now that that's settled, okay, a little comic relief for you. Please don't throw anything. Take a sec. Calm yourself. Set aside anything that's distracting. Take a few deep breaths right now. If it helps you, close your eyes and just listen. If you want to keep your eyes open, find something that you can stare at that will help you focus. I'm going to ask you to breathe deeply into your belly. Slowly and hold it and release. Another deep breath as you calm yourself, becoming present to this moment. As you breathe, I'm going to ask you to allow your mind to connect with your heart. to pray out of the deepest part of who you are. We pray, our Father, 
as you sit here in God's presence, just remember that He is a loving God, a loving parent who embraces you and holds you. You might like to imagine that embrace now. Imagine Him smiling at you. Just sit with God as your loving Father for a moment. In heaven, think about the idea that God is all around you. As you breathe deeply into your belly, remember, God soaks and surrounds your very being. God abides within you. Remember that God loves being here with you. Hallowed be your name. Take a moment to sit with God and simply enjoy Him. Tell Him what you love about Him. Tell Him what you're thankful for in life. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we experience God's pleasure, his love, his closeness, his heart, allow it now to inspire prayer for your church, your city, your community, your family, household, and your life. If you're not sure what to pray, invite the Spirit to direct to you where to pray. or simply bring your concerns to Him.
Give us each day our daily bread. Spend some time asking God for the things that you need. Relational, financial, emotional, physical, or spiritual. Seek Him for the provision, the healing, and the understanding that you need in your life. Identify your deepest need and ask Him to simply arrive in that place. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In this moment, ask God for strength, for resolve to resist the three temptations of the soul, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Take this moment to call to mind and name the specific temptation in your life. Ask for God's courage and strength and self-control for His goodness to fill those parts of our life as well. Forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Knowing that God loves you and longs to heal every part of you, spend a moment calling to mind any sin, failures, the things that bring you shame in your life, and invite God's forgiveness, grace, and healing.
And pray also for strength to forgive those who have sinned against you, naming them and their sin as well. And finally, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's finish by taking a moment to verbally declare the reality of this line in your own language to God. Attributing to Him love and glory to God in your body, your life, the world around you. You are so good to us. And I'm so thankful for you. The tender mercy that you bring in the very essence of your presence is delightful. Thank you, God, that your presence is something you are generous with. And as we start, Lord God, to magnify your name and celebrate from the place of peace and joy. Lord, we remember your body broken, your blood shed. We just say thank you. Thank you. That you haven't just invited us to talk to the Father. You have become the way to the Father. So, Lord, as we enter into our time of worship, thanking you, praising you, delighting in you, as we remember, Lord, your body broken, your blood shed for us, Lord, would your presence inhabit this place and would it continue to be a sweet-smelling aroma to you. We give you the rest of our night in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing a couple songs or three songs, I believe, this evening. You're just invited when you're ready to come take the bread and the cup. Uh, This is a table that is open that Jesus extends to any and all who would feast upon him for the eternal sustenance and life that he alone can give through his death and resurrection on the cross. Um, So the table is open. I invite you to engage with your Father through worship, just laying out before Him all that you are as we lift Him up. All right, God bless you guys.